suspicion. And the council round up. And after last week's four-hour and 20-minute meeting, the Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole gave us a whole whopping 38 minutes. 38 minutes. I could sit here and play the entire council meeting and still have time left over, even with all the political commercials. So uh, we'll do what we can here with the council roundup. Each and every Wednesday that there's a council meeting, I'm here with the highlights, not even 14 hours after they started. So good morning, I'm Greg Bishop. It is Springfield's Morning News with 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs each and every Wednesday. Their downtown store now open on Saturdays for lunch. Plus, chicken sandwiches, veggie sandwiches, now available at Head West's. Open for lunch downtown Saturdays to Head West Subs. When you want a great sub... You've got to head west. And don't forget, they deliver. All right? All right, so let's get into it. So last night, 38-minute uh, city council meeting, uh, which is, you know, I, I like to see those. Still some substantive things brought up. Uh, but I think about an hour and 20 minutes is probably the sweet spot, right, where you get some good debate and get uh, citizens addressing the council that are raising good questions and you, you get some tempers flared and uh, really delving into the issues. Uh, you know, not, not a whole whole lot of that but a little but alderman mcminniman he um wanted to make sure that everybody was updated on what's going on with a pretty major parcel of land in springfield here's uh, alderman mcminniman with an announcement there was a uh, auction today this morning regarding town and country shopping center and uh the uh, bidding began at 1.6 million dollars and uh, the winning bid was over six million dollars the winning bidder was Larkspur Properties out of Miami, Florida. This um, uh, bidding reflects well on Springfield. Uh, the uh, out-of-town bidder sees the opportunity in the MacArthur Boulevard corridor, and we can expect uh, an energetic and strategic uh, buyer uh, to uh, make significant enhancements to Town & Country Shopping Center. The, the bidding closed, uh, was supposed to close at 1, 1 p.m., uh, but uh, if there's a late bid, the bidding can be extended for three minutes to allow another bid to come in. Um, that happened 10 times after 1 p.m. So there was active bidding towards the end, which again reflects um, well on Springfield that uh, you know more than one bidder was after this property. In, in uh, let me think of anything else needs to be said about this. So, the uh, winning bidder signed a contract to purchase. Now the sellers have an opportunity to, to consider that winning bid, and uh, so it's not 100% done, but it, it looks close to being done. So, looks like uh, some movement there, and actually getting more than what uh, they were actually putting it up for auction for. So, keep an eye on that space. We'll likely hear more about the uh, developments there. It's a pretty important piece of property uh, that, uh, for far too long, is 
just not really had, I guess, proper development on it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, meanwhile, moving on next, we got an ordinance that's up for consideration. Two, actually. One was to say, hey, we're going to spend more than $400,000 on this. And then the other one was, hey, Department of Transportation for the state of Illinois, give us $400,000 to spend on this. What's it for? Well, it's for Martin Luther King Jr. Drive Safety Updates. And here is uh, some of the uh, the discussion around that. Uh, Director Bottoms, could you, uh, is, what's the total amount on the project? This is just the engineering part, correct? That's correct. So do you know what the total amount of the project is going to be? Um, I believe we estimate it's approximately $2 million. Okay. Um, but we'll, as we get into the design, we'll get the actual cost estimate from the engineering company. So uh, he later corrected that and said that it would probably be closer to $3 million. But again, those are just estimates. Uh, so uh, we'll see how those uh, engineering reports come back and what kind of updates they're going to be doing for safety around uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Drive. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you've got uh, the meters downtown. Uh, have you plugged them lately? Because uh, Alderwoman Conley's husband tried to at one point. Here she is talking about the situation. How much longer are we going to keep the meters? Um, as, as unpaid or does anyone know? Because <laughs> it's been since the beginning of the pandemic. They haven't been collecting, uh, you know, well, I'm sure they've collected whatever changes put in there, but uh, you haven't had to put anything into the meat. I, I kind of like it. And, and I've seen people as well, you know, visitors to Springfield, if I'm walking around downtown and they're checking their pockets for, for change to plug the meter, I'm like, hey, pss, 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 you don't have to plug the meter. No. They, don't worry about it. That, that sign doesn't mean it's it's fine. Uh, Older woman Conley, she wants to make sure people know about it. It, it might be nice. We need if we're going if we're going to keep them as you know people don't have to fill the meters but still abide by the the hour limits. We probably need some better signage for that. I was downtown today and I saw two different people rummaging through purses, clearly trying to find coins to plug a meter. <laughs> and, uh... She also said that it's not just, you know, some random person visiting Springfield. Uh, even those who know the situation are searching for coins. People are still trying to plug those meters. My husband even did it once. Um, and we appreciate that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thanked him, too, and then scolded him for not paying attention to counsel. Um, but just it would be nice if we had a little more signage so that people understood that they don't have to find the coins for that. You know, there's one way if you can't pay attention to counsel, uh, you can always listen to the council roundup. It's right here brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location now open Saturdays. Get the chicken sandwich, get the veggie sandwich, and delivery. Head West Subs. Back with the council roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch and also open Saturdays. Don't forget the delivery option and get their veggie or their chicken sandwich. Head West Subs. 726. Let's get back into the uh, council meeting last night. It was a committee of the whole and a short one, only about 38 minutes long. And uh, one of the measures up for consideration was uh, a, a new TV truck. It's worth like uh, a couple of hundred thousand dollars. And this is for sewers. Yeah. Even sewers need to be on TV. Uh, it's like a little camera rig, you know, they put into the sewers and they are able to get a good view of what's going on. Here's uh, Alderman McMiniman uh, asking some questions of Nate Bottom. We're trying to keep, give our sewer department good equipment that's reliable and can effectively assist them in performing their duties. That's correct. Yeah, that's really good. Thanks a lot, Director. You're welcome. Thank you. And 
so uh, again, uh, you know, it's a way to just really get a good eye on what's going on with those sewers. Uh, more from Nate Bottom about this. Sure. So what we're doing is um, we're trying to save the city and the, the taxpayers' money. Um, whenever somebody is going to be uh, moving out of a rental property, we have to pay them relocation housing payments. And by paying protective rent, we can just pay the landlord. They, they, the, the tenants just moved out, and we can pay them uh, protective rent, and which which is minimal compared to what the relocation housing payment costs would be. So we estimate um, the range of savings um, to be $12,000 to $32,000 uh, per, per parcel. Thank you, Nate. Oh, so that's, uh, I apologize, that's a totally separate ordinance. Didn't deal with the TV trucks. That dealt with um, the rail relocation and making sure that there's, like, guaranteed rent to hopefully save some uh, tax dollars down the line. So that was just a little explanation of that. Next. As amended, pertaining to sidewalk cafe permits. Motion for consent. Second. And what exactly is this all about? Well, uh, having some uh, outdoor fun. That's what it's all about. Uh, essentially, Alderman, uh, this is a, an amendment to the code that is to accommodate the convention center. Uh, under the current existing uh, provisions of the code, cafe permits are not available for the licensee that the, the license at the uh, convention center holds. So this makes a change that allows the convention center basically to have that uh, concrete area that's out there right outside the immediate uh, adjacent to their front entrance so that they could uh, basically have a cafe permit set up. So allowing them to, again, have some, uh, have some fun. Uh, and they're outside of the Bank of Springfield Center. All right, moving right along here with last night's Committee of the Whole meeting, and you've got another measure that's up for consideration. For a seven-year contract with the Illinois National Bank, INB, for municipal financing for vehicles and equipment in the principal amount not to exceed $2,100,000 with annual principal and interest payments of $327,747.36 for the Office of Budget and Management. Show a lot of vehicles uh, and... Uh, Gosh, that's a pretty big ticket. Uh, two plus million dollars. How much was the interest? Like three hundred thousand or something. Here is um, Budget Director Bill McCarty. If you remember, at the budget time, we all agreed to purchase uh, seven fire apparatus, six engines, one one truck. We we're going to use uh, a mix of ARPA, corporate, and loan money to do so. This is the loan component of that. About okay. two point million, two point one million dollars. Alderman Redpath has a question. What's the rate we get? This is, I think it's about 2.5. It's pretty oh, good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was <laughs> real good. Nice. Thank you. And we were happy that we got to go with a local bank. Yes. All right, so more coming up. Uh, last night's Springfield City Council meeting, including some uh, members of the public addressing the council and uh, some discussion about cab rates. All right, back with the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location now open for lunch on Saturdays. Don't forget delivery and try their chicken or vegetarian subs. Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. All right, uh, back at uh, last night's Committee of the Whole. Short meeting, 38 minutes, but uh, still some, you know, good, important ordinances that uh, they considered. Uh, and by the way, programming note, no council roundup next week because they're off next week. But let's go ahead and jump into it. Here's a measure dealing with taxi cabs. 
What's the rate we get? That's not the measure. This is the measure. Alderman Hanauer breaking it down for us. What are taxi cabs looking for? What this does, and, and I have Mike Antonacci uh, here with uh, with the cab company to, uh, I've been working with him on this. I'd like for him to come up and explain what's, what's going on in the business. And this really brings us in, in line with what other cities have done around the area, our, our comparable cities. Um, to say that that uh, they're just having they're having a very hard time getting drivers because our rates are so low and it just doesn't doesn't uh, um, give them the opportunity to to make money the drivers that is so yeah we want the drivers to be able to make a living right I mean crying out loud uh, here's Mr. Antonacci and the biggest thing is the uh, gas surcharge um, the gas prices that these drivers pay for their own gas. So I'm losing drivers daily. Um, a year ago, I was up to 20-something cabs. Now I'm down to anywhere from 5 to 10. Wow. So it's hurting the city, the service. The business is there, which I want to keep up and keep it going. But I'm just trying to get some more drivers to come in. I can entice them to come in a little bit more because and, and, they're going to get a little bit of pay raise here. So um, that'll help out a bit. But Alderman Hanauer uh, advancing this measure through the uh, Committee of the Whole last night. And then one other thing we did, we did add um, when gasoline goes up above $3.25 per gallon for uh, 14 consecutive days, um, then they can... Um, they get an extra dollar surcharge, and then if it goes up uh, above five, then it goes up, then they get a surcharge. That all goes to the drivers because they pay their own gas. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't go to five, but no. just in case. We thought we'd throw that in there just in case. Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. Uh, if any prayers we can have for uh, not getting $5 a gallon gas, I think it's almost too late, though. I filled up this morning, and geez. It's like 470-something. Uh, so, I uh, didn't even think about the uh, the impacts of uh, gas on cabs, uh, especially when you've got city regulations that have, you know, measures regulating cab fare. Uh, so, hopefully they get that addressed and those cab drivers can actually get, you know, make a living. Um, meanwhile, moving on to the next bit here, this is Alderman McMiniman just with the... Uh, uh, a couple of issues, one including the schedule. Sunday, su well, we have a long weekend with Memorial Day on Monday, and so we'll be honoring all those that um, gave the ultimate sacrifice to our nation. And also, we're not meeting a week from today. We're going to have two weeks off. Yeah! Um, <laughs> all right! Some of the best news I've heard all day. So uh, no council roundup next week. And uh, also a programming note, I am off this Friday, Monday's Memorial Day, and I also took Tuesday off as well. So, I mean, it's the first Memorial Day in, like, darn near a decade that I've actually been able to have a Memorial Day weekend. Because typically I'm running around the Capitol and tracking down some of the final things that are happening in the last days of session, but uh, they, uh, they got rid of uh, session uh, for May, uh, adjourning early April for once, uh, saying that they got all their stuff done last year, so hey. Um, but others speculating it's because there's an election coming up in June. I, I, I don't typically do this, but I'll take a call. Good morning. You're on WMAY. 
Yeah, morning. This is David out in California. David, yeah. I am in the middle of the council roundup talking spring. Oh, I know. I'm trying to ask a question about it. Go ahead. Yeah, I, well, there were a couple of things that you were talking about a little bit earlier. One was uh, that the state was trying to borrow money from a bank. The city is getting a loan from a local bank with 2.5% interest for a bunch of um, uh, firefighter vehicles. Right. Yeah. See, a couple of things. When I took financial management, they said never, ever, ever borrow money from uh, an institution for more than 3%. And they're doing 2.5%. I appreciate the call, but I don't want to linger too much because we've got tons of other stuff to get to. Now, if you if you wanted to have the debate of... I mean, they got all this COVID money. Why not just buy it outright without the the interest? I mean, that's 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 worth a conversation, I think. But uh, just don't have time for it, David. I'm sorry. Thanks for listening from all the way from California, by the way, uh, where you can listen anywhere, live and local, uh, WMAY.com or on the WMAY mobile app. And I know David's been listening ever since my Saturday session days 14 years ago on these airwaves. Wild. All right, moving on now. It's time for citizens addressing the council last night. Heard from three of them from a couple of different organizations. Hello, everyone. My name is Mona White. So Mona's there. Roger Crawford. Roger Crawford's there, and somebody else was there as well. Good evening, Therese Basula. All right, so uh, they laid out uh, some, some fun things that were going on uh, and some important issues that we need to focus on. We have a presentation to Chief Blau. I am researchers for the third year of women fighting cancer of Illinois, and the fire department came to our Zumba event, ah, and nice. it was sponsored by SIU School of Medicine. Three of the young ladies wanted to have my first researchers kickoff before they graduated Saturday. So, thumbs up. Yeah, Zumba class and the fire chief showed up. Thank you so much for attending the researcher Zumba event. Your support is greatly appreciated. From Bara and Felicia, medical students. And we even have pictures on here. Nice. Awesome. Do we, do we have pictures of the chief doing his Zumba moves? <laughs> the three guys. Yes. And they hid in the corner. One. He did a good job. They, they, were, they were clearly out of their element, but they were the best sports. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. that fire chief showed up and doing Zumba in complete firefighter gear. I want to see that. That see, if, if the if the fire department's not on TikTok, that's a TikTok video right there. I mean, I don't know. If, the best use of taxpayer resources, but, uh, you know, I mean, come on. All right, next. And now we're going to turn it over to Roger. He is the chair for the American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network, and that's the federal division of the Cancer Society, and he's going to talk a little bit about the Lights of Hope, which you guys were a sponsor last year, and the municipal building looked beautiful with the pink in the backs and everything, and thank each of you. Love it. Uh, and then Roger uh, laid out some uh, some more detail about uh, this particular fundraiser and the city's involvement in it, especially out there with the the little reflecting pool fountain outside of uh, the municipal center. What a great place to have it out here by the pool. We had over 300 Lights of Hope bags representing someone who's been diagnosed with cancer or someone who's lost their battle with cancer. 
And just to give you an idea, a city the size of Springfield, there would be a, over 5,000 cancer survivors in Springfield. Wow. Yeah, it really, um, it really hits home. Uh, if you've been listening for a while, you, uh, you've you heard uh, uh, my personal story. Uh, my wife, Megan, just as the pandemic started and the stay-at-home orders kicked in, I felt a lump on her breast. And without hesitation, even while all the uncertainty and all the scary things that were being reported about locking down and staying home and COVID-19... My wife uh, didn't hesitate, got in, uh, got diagnosed, and went through treatments, uh, and uh, she's a survivor, uh, and uh, it's it's one of those things I think absolutely we need to, to not just focus on one month, needs to be year-round uh, and uh, every day, and these types of things help us realize that you know, th- th- this this particular disease affects so many people. Uh, and just thinking about that stat, uh, again, uh, Roger laying this out, and it really does just kind of hit home. Think about it. And just to give you an idea, a city the size of Springfield, there would be a, over 5,000 cancer survivors in Springfield. Yeah. So he uh, talks about the purpose of his organization, everything from helping fund research to lobbying lawmakers to get laws changed and so on. And there's some pretty exciting things coming up, he says. One of the big things that that we're trying to uh, uh, get past is there's a multi-cancer early detection test coming out. Uh, Some of the major universities are working on this as well as private development. If this does work, you could go to your doctor's office, get a blood test, and up to 20 different cancers could be diagnosed through that blood test. Wow. So instead of just the five that we have now, um, it's really huge. The other thing that's huge about it is it can be detected before there's a mass. Mm. So when there are individual cells circulating in the body. Wow. So you talk about early detection, you talk about making cancer beatable, this test can do that. That's huge. I mean, that is so huge. Uh, And obviously it's going to take some finesse to get regulators to recognize this and insurance companies to recognize that. And wow, uh, that's that's huge. Pretty big stuff. Uh, And then finally here. Just to let you know, our major fundraiser is the Lights of Hope. And 91 cents on the dollar goes straight to research or cancer prevention or patient quality of life and early detection. So that is last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Um, And what I deem as in the business uh, being able to stretch things out a bit. (laughs) I can't believe we got three segments out of that. 38-minute meeting. I was able to stretch into three segments where last week I took a four-hour and 20-minute meeting and made it into four segments. That's radio magic, people. Of course, the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location, not only open for lunch, but also open lunch Saturdays. Don't forget delivery and try their chicken or vegetarian sandwich. Head West Subs.